0: Welcome to another edition of the Finer Life Show. I'm your host, Greg Hush-Williams. On this episode, we're going to talk to Letitia Russo, a U.S. Air Force veteran, Tanji Smith, a U.S. Army veteran, Joy Gohana, a U.S. Army veteran, and Kiyasha Daniels Henderson, a military spouse, on identifying service gaps for female veterans. Take a listen. We know that the women veteran population oftentimes gets overlooked. Let's be for real. Um, Oftentimes, there are just resources that are thrown out there just for veterans, and there's nothing really centered upon the, the, the women veteran population, and you ladies represent some of the the resources and some of the outlets that are out there right now and you are the lifeline for that military and military spouse community so let's just table this and free for all it you know what are some of the gaps in services to the female veteran population and what is needed out there and everybody just Talk, talk your talk. Just don't talk over two minutes or three minutes, you know, because we want to be I nice will. and clean. Okay, teacher she's will. like, I, I won't Greg, I'm but fine. I'm going to take 12 minutes.
1: <laughs> I definitely wanted to uh, throw it out there first. Um, no, I, you know, it's um, It's a sad day when you have to walk into the VA uh, where you get your, your health care um, and there's nothing that resembles a woman. You walk in there, you see, you know, not throwing no shape, but you see an old man in a wheelchair or you see, you know, some uh, security, men's security trying to frisk you to go in. Then, you know, you go to the desk and you will ask, where is the women's wing? And they say, go to the 12th floor, the last floor of the VA. And then you got to walk all the way to the back of the hospital in order to find a small corridor for women. Nine times out of 10, there's only two doctors of oh, two female doctors that actually see you for specialized care. Then let's not talk about if you have to deal with PTSD and sexual trauma, and then the, the person that you speak to looks like your abuser. Healthcare, the healthcare system, there's a huge gap for us women veterans. We have served, we've we raised our hand just like the men. And the VA has to do better with providing us with not just adequate healthcare, but 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 show that they care about us, our mental health status, our our uh, um, our whole body. We're walking through a place. We want to see us. We want to feel safe. And that has been, uh, I, I say it personally, but I also have had. Uh, um uh, meetings and, and convenings with other women veterans that share the same issues um we gotta we, we gotta do better uh I could I could name a whole lot but I'm not going to do that because I don't let my other sisters share but that's one of the biggest major ones that I've seen
2: Tisha, that, was, that was deep that was really really deep like that was deep and it was, and it's true but um I, I wanna I'm going to lighten it up a little bit, but something that we also need I think is mentorship and collaboration. I know a lot of women veterans, they get out the military because they're working so much because they do have children to take care of and then they get out. And they're really working because that commodity that you had with your sisters is no longer there, which is another reason why organizations like this are so important. Um, but So one of the things that that I incorporated was um, a national conference and and, and our national conference is always a vacation spot. So like this year's in Puerto Rico. It's like mandatory you go and so like it's four days, it's paid for by the organization. And um, so you go and we'll have six hours of training, like Myers-Briggs testing, how women should get along with each other. I'm a go, 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 goer. And then somebody else may not be a go, 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 goer. And we may clash unintentionally. So we have like six hours of training. And the other three days, we're relaxing. Because sis, I'm going to make you take a vacation. Or you're going to take a vacation. Because a lot of times we forget about that. So that's one thing. The next thing is mentorship. I know we're going backwards. But mentorship is so important. Like, for example, when I was running for um, county commissioner, who do I know? I'm the first elected official that I know. I know no one, I knew no one to come and show me the rope to mentor me through this. And my best friend is a plastic surgeon. And we were talking about that on one of our trips that we took to London. And she was saying, I didn't know any other black women that were plastic surgeons. So I didn't know what fellowship to do, what, where to go. And a lot of this stuff, we can help each other. Like, I even learned this with politics, like, there. We're politicians, but we help each other a lot. So just because our organization does the same thing, I'm sure we can find some differences. I'm sure there's some way that we can collaborate and say, you know what? I want to work for office. this. Can you help me do this? Or if I say, hey, I'm having trouble through the VA. Can you help me navigate this? Like we can have, it's not a competition. Everything is not a competition. We need to learn how to collaborate with each other. We are not each other's enemies. We are each other's sisters, regardless, and mentor show somebody else something that you did not know. Cause I'm like, a lot of things I say it, I didn't know it. You know? So I know a lot of other people don't know it. So I'm always giving out free um, information. Had so many people ask me how to start a nonprofit. I made a slideshow. So now when they ask me, I just emailed them that slideshow. It's just the basics, you know? but mentorship, it's not gonna hurt me to help someone else. So that's what I have to say about that.
3: Tangent, Leticia, that's, that's good Is that y'all hit on those topics. And I was going to say the exact same thing, especially what Leticia was saying, because I really feel like us as women need to have a safe space that we can go and talk about our trauma. Our trauma, And our trauma affects not just us, it affects our family, how we act, how we interact with other people, how we develop brother- with our spouses, everything. So... We do really need a safe place for that. Trauma is a big thing. It's before the military and after. And, you know, a lot of women has went through, veterans have went through a lot of stuff while we were serving and scared to even talk about it because it's looked upon, you know? So yeah, we we do need that. We need that. And, oh, You, (laughs) I mean, with all the different organizations that's out there, we definitely need to find some way to collaborate Um, safe without the drama without the typical oh women can't do this women can't come together for this because it's always drama especially black women you know because we're too headstrong but it's a lot of us that are willing to this is what I did oh you want to do that I know but it's so many that's out there that Oh, she had the I I had to find. I had to get out from up. They got to do it too. No, no, it's room for everybody to grow to do different things. And it's. I have a mentor foundation for young girls. Somebody else can do that too, because I can't hit every girl. I can't get every girl in the world. So I need help. I need somebody who's doing the same thing. The tag team, so I take the East Coast, they take the West Coast, somebody takes South, and some or somebody takes North. That's how we should be doing it. And, but I don't know, like I don't know how to write grants. That's what I did. So I went to somebody who knew how to do it. They didn't want to help me, so I joined a grant writing um uh, group. Let me <laughs> let me figure out how to do this so I could teach somebody else how to do it. I have always been like, whatever I know, I wanted somebody else to know me just holding it to myself ain't gonna help nobody it's not gonna help anyone so yes it's, it's a lot of things that we need to work on and collaboration needs to happen like yesterday you know that's that's what we need to do and Wait, we don't Keisha, need to talk but, hold on Keisha before you it. jump
0: in uh, I'm sorry but hold on Keisha just, just before I'm trying to make money at the same time I mean donations um, I hit every girl in the world uh, all the organizations on here, hashtag hit every girl in the world. Y'all should do that for next year. Nobody better take this idea because if you do, I'm going to come after you. Go ahead, Keisha. I'm sorry, Joy. I, I just I just had to put it out there. Hashtag hit every girl in the world. Make that a T-shirt. And then all your organizations, you just do it. I'm just coming up with ideas. Donations, donations, donations for every respective organization. We'll talk about that later. Go ahead, Keisha. I'm going to just be cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> absolutely
4: why like my sister joy said it like they say it takes a village to raise raise your kids or it takes a village all of us organizations um we will clash to, i mean come together and and be successful and help in helping our military community um i believe that the first great resource is to have a loving a caring and an understanding sister to lean on um because like you said earlier the trauma that our vets go through they don't have people to talk to really i mean to go to counseling but what is that but you really need somebody that's been there to understand you know what you've been going through um because That person can help you through the situations that you that you went through, you know, if you can't find that resource anywhere else. Um, And there'll be that shoulder to lean on and the ear to listen and the voice to help you make it through or just tell you that it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be all right. So that's my part on a great resource.
0: So let me ask you ladies this and you know i'm i'm just we are just gonna go go for the gusto on this last one and then we you know get up out of here um in your experiences as veterans as a military spouse you know what were some of the challenges that you faced recently how have you overcome them you know and, and you get you get really into this mindset of we've we're coming out of a pandemic we've just you know had some crazy world stuff happen i'm not trying to date my show but there's crazy stuff always happening in the world but particularly right now there's a lot of crazy stuff going on um you know the the economy like this all has to affect your psyche everybody on this panel you know what what challenges have you recently faced and how have you overcome them? And talk to the ladies that are out there that are watching this program right now, because I think somebody right now is looking for some journey, some path, they just don't know where to go.
2: I had to give, I had to give myself um, throughout this, in the last couple of years, permission to grow because You you know, when you grow up with people, when I say grow up, I mean, like grow up in the military because there's some ladies and there's some ladies in my organization that I've known 10, 20 years, you know, we were teenagers together, you know, privates. And I had to give myself permission to grow because sometimes I did realize that I was I, I was here and I'm trying to bring everybody up and you do bring everybody up. You bring up who will come, but not everybody will come. So you have to give yourself permission to move up. You don't have to stay there because the people around you don't want to move up. You do not have to give yourself permission to grow. And that's what I've learned in the last two years.
1: I think the biggest challenge that I had faced, you know, being in uh, customer service or community service, you get burnt out. Um, if You know, we speak about the pandemic. There was, everyone was in a need for everything and you You know, you want to help, you want to, you know, you're hearing all the horror stories, the things that people are going through with their children, being lonely, needing food, needing shelter, and it gets overwhelming, right? And so I had to learn how to decompress, leave it at work, know that God is still God, God is bigger than all of this, and he's going to be the biggest provider. I can do, he provides me to do what I can do, and then he's gonna do the rest. And, that's a, and, that's, and it's hard when you, your job, I've done, I've worked in city government for 17 years and my job for 17 years has been to serve, to provide, to help, to assist, to advocate. And when you get to that block where you say it, it's a no, you can't provide because there's not enough resources or there's not, you don't, you don't have it, it can be very challenging. For your psyche, and I had to, I had to decompress, and I had to learn how to just give some things to God, and um, and and with COVID being that challenging, it was that much closer that I got to Him. (laughs) I had to give a lot to Him. So um, if you know, for anyone that's listening, for anyone that works in these fields, you know, we got the the nurses and the doctors and all these people that care for someone else. We cannot carry the burden of caring for someone else all the time. We got to learn how to let some things go and give them some things to God.
4: Absolutely. I agree with my sister. Um, My biggest thing was asking for help. I was a cosmetologist. And of course, during the pandemic, you got laid off. You couldn't work. I always depended on my chick. My spouse has a check, he raised bills. <laughs> my part is to help him. So when it came time where we needed food, you know, I'm always helping other people with people. Sometimes people don't ask you what you need. So my biggest challenge was asking people for help. And so, you know, that that's what I overcome. And So my thing to you is if it's something that you need, or, uh, or some kind of resource. Don't be quiet, don't be silent about it. Talk to somebody and they will help you. That, that's, that was the biggest thing for me, asking for help. <laughs> so you have people and resources out there that's willing and want to help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. My biggest thing that I had to overcome, especially
3: during this, um, pandemic is to don't worry about if someone going to judge me on decisions I'm going to make for my family. Um, what was best for me, how I should move and just just do it. Just grow. Do what's best so you can get ahead. And I learned that I can't take everybody with me. I can't continue to overextend myself for everyone. I, I I couldn't do it because it was bringing me down. It was holding me up and said, say it was my family and family is the one that's going to do it the most because they don't want to see you grow. So they're going to say, oh, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Or this is going on are you doing this. This is the best time to do it. This is the right time to do it. And this is what I'm going to do. And I did it without, I didn't care what anybody said. I'm going to do it. I'm not hurting nobody. I'm Helping people, so that's what I learned. Just do it. Do what God put on your heart to do. And long as you and God talked about it, and y'all doing, and you have God and everything, it's okay. No matter what anybody else say, it's okay. Just do it.
0: Thank you for tuning into the Finer Life Show. Listen, if you want to find us on the web, please check us out at www.mb5kings. 2017.org. That is ww.m www.mbphikings2017.org. two thousand seventeen